3: Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, has their fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TA-KO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products as well? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, just go to TireRack.com slash sports, TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. What up? What's the Doug leap show? Fox Sports Radio. It's Friday. I've seen nationally weather really good. He had some uh, storms, thunderstorms, you know, that happens in May in the Midwest and Southeast Southwest last night. But otherwise it looks like a good weather weekend. Ramos is, I thought Ramos coming in a tank top was a little bit much today, but I get it. Ramos, <laughs> that gun show. Looking good, John. Looking good. Wow, workout's my middle name, Doug. Yes, it is. Uh, protein is your other middle name. <laughs> John Workout Protein Ramos. <laughs> Workout Protein Ramos. Um. Jay Stu's even working on his tan. Jay Stu, you going for a hike this weekend? you always posting hike videos. Uh, you haven't jumped off any sort of thing, any no daredevil stuff in the last year. What, what's going on there?
5: Yeah, I got to do that. I have yet to do it since I started working here. But, um, yeah, skydiving is, uh, is on the docket yeah. soon, and then uh, maybe a bungee jump. Mm. But the hiking is just like, that's just something that's, Been introduced to my life the last three or four years. My girlfriend loves it, and she's got me into loving it.
3: Yeah, yeah. I never thought
5: just walking outside for a few hours was going to be fun or gratifying or change my life, but it has.
3: Change your life?
5: Yeah, there's something about being in the nature and smelling nature and being among the, I don't know. Animals? Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it... it, (laughs) It has a market, like a, a marketably, what's the word I'm looking for? Markably. It, it, yeah. Um, markedly, markedly. It has markedly changed did, my life markedly. Yeah. From a mental health standpoint and yeah. physical standpoint. But this is the happy you? Oh, yeah. this is, You've got me at my happiest, guys. Wow.
3: That's, that one, that one's a, because on the pod we do you're annoying, which is basically... <laughs> <laughs> who's annoying Jason Stewart. And it's a long list. We have to parry down that list every day. This is the happy Jason. No, but I agree. Here's, here's when I hike in California, I have, I've gone for hikes. Um, and I, I do enjoy it. I think a lot of it's the company, but also the fact you're off your phone. But I'll tell you the thing I like the best is, uh, spring in California. The smells, it smells like old California. kind of smells like when we were kids a little bit. And, um, what is the? What are the the different smells and flowers that like? The, it's it's very unique. It's really really unique. Like you do smell the. What's the purple flower? Is that jasmine? What is that? Yeah, that
5: that's when you lose me. I'm not a botany guy. That's a dead body. It's not
3: botany. It's just. But you you would agree. Like there's a there's a smell in it, especially when you go into like the canyons in California and the mountains and the hill regions. It has a different like. It has a nature smell, and the nature smell in California is different than the nature smell on the East Coast, different than the nature smell in in other in the northeast, Northwest, is, whatever. But it is there is a smell that kind of takes your mind to a different place.
6: I have a question. I have allergies. That's different
3: than the smell in downtown L.A. and in the Valley at times, which the smells are getting closer to New York smells. Yes.
6: I have allergies. Does that constitute that I... I like to walk as well. I don't know about up and through the... the, the the uh, wilderness wilderness type, but does allergies prevent that from me being Yeah, it, me, it, okay.
5: It's going to be a challenge
6: All but right. I think you should still do it.
3: Take a little Claritin.
6: Or is, or Z- claritin. was it Zytac? Is that the other one?
3: Zycam is which you Zicam. take when you first feel like you're getting sick. It's supposed okay. to lessen the blood, but I don't think you need Zycam. Uh, any sort of allergy med. The Benadryl makes you a little sleepy, but that's not bad. You're sleepy, <laughs> sleepy, sleepy John. Or you can do the allergy shots. One of my daughters says the allergy shots. Um, I think actually, by the way, your connection with nature on it, that's, I mean, Dan loves golf, but I think also, I mean, it's, that's his kind of therapy, right? That's where you get out there and you kind of smell nature and you hit the ball and. um, It is a
7: big part of, yes, the surroundings. Um, Because.
3: because you love working on your yard, so it's kind of much the same thing, right? You just, you like the, not just being off your phone, but being with plants and smelling the grass and smelling the, fly like, yeah, something
7: that's... Yeah, yard work is a little different for me. Like, I would love to mow the lawn. We don't have a big enough lawn for me to yeah. mow it, so we just yeah, have... Yeah, I love mowing the lawn. somebody else to do it. But, like, I had to replant a, a, a plant yesterday, and you got to dig out the rock bed, had to pull out the weeds, and then I had to dig it up, and by the end of it, I'm like, all right, this is, I'm done. I'm just... I'm, I don't want to do this anymore, and so it's a different feeling. Where in golf, you're really enjoying the surroundings, but yeah, there are there 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 are there are ties that bind it. But my mm-hmm. wife tried to use the well. You love to garden. It's like no, I don't want our yard to look like crap. That's
3: why I'm doing it. Uh, we're broadcasting live, by the way, from the thetirac.com. So it's funny you bring that up. I'll, I'll share with you my, my my mom this morning. She redid her garden in front of her house pretty stellar uh, and she was asking about the tire we're broadcasting live from com studios com. hope you get there unmatched selection fast free shipping free road hazard protection over 10,000 recommended dot com. the way tire buying should be um, I don't again I don't know where you're listening to us I had a buddy reach out you know we're number one in Wichita I got a buddy reach out saying we're not on in Albany you can listen to us on the app in Albany if they're they're running local stuff now um, but wherever you are I you know it it really works out well here at seven at night like you can Go and get out in nature. You can do a hike, work on your yard, and then plop yourself down and kind of go old school. You guys remember TV dinners? Man, when you had the tin foil you used to roll back and then I don't know if you had this in your home, like we had those trays that were like would stand up and then you have the you put the TV dinner on top of the tray and you just like my dad would completely ignore anybody else except if they were talking during a big portion of the game in which they would get the I'm watching the game here. That's what tonight's game is. That's what tonight's game is. Like you don't really have to be like a hardcore basketball fan to be like, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna. and I, I actually thought so I I thought of this and I want to kind of wind these two together. Did you guys see the schedule release video that the NFL had this they went around was that was that Times Square that they asked people? Felt it was, like Times Square. It was Square. Nashville, it, wasn't it? Was it? Nashville? Okay, yeah. it was Nashville. Okay, it was now it was downtown Nashville. And the Titans asked people well, they, sh- they,
5: they showed them the uh, the team mascot.
3: Right. They showed the logo. Yeah. The logo. Right. They showed the logo of each of the teams that the Titans were playing, and this was a couple of the reactions.
6: St. Louis Rams.
7: Oh, <laughs> Lightning uh, McQueen! Oh,
3: no. the Chargers, by the way, Chargers Lightning McQueen. Oh, that's.
7: Oh,
1: God. Oh, God. The Boston Bobcats. No idea. No idea. Oh, Cowboys. 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 Yes. Cowboys.
5: Yeah.
3: The Cowboys were the Colts.
2: Baltimore. Baltimore
1: Orioles. Baltimore.
3: <laughs> Baltimore Orioles were the Ravens, right? This one is. Yeah, so it, it was. But but what it spoke to me was like, and uh, is we think. Us guys think everybody knows about sports. I mean, my, my own daughter um, came into the, I was watching Lakers Warriors two nights ago, and we were getting ready. She won, we were going to binge watch, uh, it's Queen Charlotte, show she likes watching. And I was like, as soon as the game is over, we will watch it. And she's like, uh, okay, who's, who's who? And I was like, what's the Lakers? Which one are they? I'm like, with the Laker uniforms on? Like, how are you my child? But she's, now, she can quote chapter and verse any horse anywhere in America and what they do and who their rider is and how high they jump and all this stuff. And a buddy of mine says this, it's really good, is you do realize that at least 150 to 200 million people do not watch the Super Bowl. Like, what? Like, yeah. So I'm fully understanding that use that NFL schedule video as your guide. Tonight, there will be 325 million people who won't watch Lakers Warriors, but they're missing out. Cause it's the game is fun. I like say what you want about how the Warriors play. Like it seems like it's a good time. The ball's moving. They're shooting threes. They're spreading you all out. You know. Then they're driving in and throwing alley oops or kicking. It out. They have what looks like a layup and kicking out for a three. Like it's fun. And you have a hist- two historically great players. It's the old, and I hate this expression, but I'll use it. You can't tell the story of the NBA without the story of Steph Curry and LeBron James. But it's true. You have the opposite style of the Lakers that they don't shoot the three very well. They've had like some random guy. Every game they've won, one of the random also guys steps up and makes shots. You got LeBron who he just kind of like, there are moments in which he looks like LeBron and there are moments like, man, he looks tired. He looks really tired. And it's in Staples. Here's one also, uh, also happened the other night. My daughter's like, they kept showing Jack. She's like, who is that? I go, that's Jack Nicholson. Who's Jack Nicholson? I was like, I I did have her watch As Good As It Gets one time. I was like, you remember the movie As Good As It Gets? She's like, "Mm, sort of. With the dog. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe I'm not, I'm doing a poor job of, of child rearing. But I think it's <laughs> this is one in which you grab the other three hundred and twenty five million people and go like this is kind of a big thing. Cause if they vanquish the Warriors, it does feel like the Warriors are gonna there's gonna be some wholesale changes. And if they don't, now all of a sudden there is so much pressure on the Lakers. You don't wanna be another team that loses three games to one. And the truth is, like, every game is so different from the last. The Warriors had a ton of opportunities to win two of the games that they've lost that it's not that far fetched a thought to think the warriors can come in and get a win or win two more games, but it was three to one. It is LeBron James. It is the Lakers. And there are times in which they've looked dominant and the warriors have looked um, old in some of their own rights. And like, they're just chucking up three point shots to try and keep it close. I don't. Know. T- tonight's a night where I get that people want to hike and people want to cook out and people want to do all these other things on a Friday night. But man, you got to have a TV on. Got to have a TV on to watch one. Yes, Ramos.
6: Do you think it gets harder as a coach, being that you know you've coached and stuff, or just as a team to play the same team over and over and over again? You would think like you would find a way to get better against them or to find you know things that work better. But do you or do you think it's just hard to just beat a team? over and over again and see them over and over again all the time. Like, like you know, this is the last time the Lakers, I looked at this, the last time the Lakers lost three games in a row was February of 2023. So that was almost what, March, April, May. that's almost three and a half months ago that they lost three consecutive games in a row. And yet, you know, they lose tonight and they could be on the verge of losing three consecutive games. So do you think it's just seeing the same team over again? Is that is that hard for a coach to kind of... Focus on the same team again and again and again.
3: I, I think it, I well, it, it, the NBA is weird, right? The NBA is weird. And by the way, I got a great reminder here on uh, uh from TJ. TJ hits me up on Instagram at Gottlieb Show. You do know that Kobe blew a three games to one lead in 2006. Again, try and convince a Kobe Bryant Laker fan. Oh, no, no, no. See, I see what happened was it doesn't matter what happened great point um, can, I,
5: can I answer yeah. John's question because we were given proof of it the other night when, uh, when they did the inside tracks with Darvin Ham did you guys see that you guys don't give up right now you got a rebound don't, don't give in rebound more you got a rebound
3: You love that, don't you? <laughs> Do you, here's, this is an honest question. Do you lose respect for a guy when you go like, hey, what did you think about the game? You're like, what game? Uh, like, I, there's, there's a couple of exceptions, right? I Your don't lose has- respect.
7: I just, it's unfortunate that he and I are not going to be able to connect. <laughs> That happened to me at a party years back. A guy was asking me about fantasy football, and just I I I didn't feel sorry for him because I'm the dork who plays it, but he was just so far from reality of what fantasy football is. Like I think he even asked me, like, "What do you do in March?" You know, and I'm like, "Well, we don't do anything." You know, like you just it just you're not able to. You're just not able to connect in that sort of world.
3: Uh, my first Thanksgiving up at ESPN. This is a real, I don't know if I told you guys this story. Uh, I moved in this neighborhood. I mean, I, I I probably should have moved into West Hartford where it was mo- much more populous, but I got a house in a town called Burlington. It's like 15, 20 minutes from work. I, I loved it. It was, a little, um, it was like a private street kind of, and we had a couple acres. Most of it was like a long driveway, and then your backyard was like wooded. But I had neighbors on both sides, and one of my neighbors in their house was like kind of below us. Like if you walked off of our driveway, there's like steps down and, and they had their own really nice. And they had two little girls and I forget what the guy did for a living, but, he, but we didn't have a refrigerator when we moved in. Like I remember moving in, like, ah, the fridge will be easy. There's like, no, it's a counter depth refrigerator. You got to order it special. So we, so we actually borrowed from our neighbors. Like a, it was like a college fridge and we moved in. I don't know. I, I want to say like, early mid-November so Thanksgiving time comes around and they're like don't don't cook you don't have a fridge for store stuff like just come down and have some of our food we got family coming over and you know we were getting to like two o'clock in the afternoon and finally I was just like are we gonna are you guys gonna watch the game and I remember them saying like what game it's like it's Thanksgiving football what football games on it's like Lions and Cowboys are on at some point in time. You know, like, this is not that hard. And I remember thinking to myself, at, at no point is there ever going to be a sports conversation with this guy that'll ever be legitimate. So that's the, yeah, right? Which is my nice way of saying, we're not ever going to be friends. We're not ever going to be friends. Is that what you're saying, Dan? Can you, can you be friends with somebody who doesn't watch? Oh, Dan's, Dan Byers got breaking news. Let's, it's even more. Today. He be what he got.
2: News from Fox Sports.
7: A joint statement has just been released that Josh Harris and the Washington Commanders have entered into a purchase and sale agreement. That agreement taking place today. Uh, Commissioner uh, should say Commanders co owners Tanya and Dan Snyder uh, releasing a statement saying they are very pleased to have reached an agreement for the sale of the Commanders franchise with Josh Harris. Adding, we look forward to the prompt completion of this transaction and to rooting for Josh. In in the team in the coming years. There was a report earlier today saying that Snyder was trying to limit the release of the investigation into his team by Mary Jo White and trying to use that as leverage. The commanders have denied that. And now the commanders have been, a, an agreement has been made for Dan Snyder and his wife Tanya to sell the team to Josh Harris.
3: All right, good. Well, I mean, let's, and Josh Harris also owns part of the Sixers, right? Let's hope they can close this thing out, unlike the Sixers couldn't close this thing out last night. Hey, is that, our, is that the national nightmare of the Commanders is over? I, I just, I continue to tell you this. Like, look, I, I have no reason to believe that Dan Snyder is a good guy. Feels like a bad guy. But it is interesting that how my, for how many years have there been calls to sell the New York Knicks, and because they've been so much better this year, no one said a word about Jim Dolan si- selling. Anyway. Uh, Snyder selling the team means that they'll have a new stadium soon. And the question becomes do they move it back to DC at old RFK and redo that thing, or do they push it further into the suburbs? It's going to be interesting.
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
1: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip
3: They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to Tyreq.com/sports to see the Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's Tyreq.com/sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Doug Gottlieb's show, Fox Sports Radio, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount. By going to progressive.com, Mark Dominic in five, four or five minutes. But let's get to a gambler first. Oh, we don't want to do the gambler first? Okay, we got Mark Dominic first. That's even better. Uh, Mark Dominic joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. He spent his life in front offices and scouting in the National Football League. And the, the news of the moment is that Dan Snyder is no longer the owner of the Washington Commanders. Um, uh, uh, Mark, how much does that change? Like, if you're working in a building and there's an ownership change, how much does that actually change someone's day-to-day? we we'll get to Mark but in a you second.
4: Look at it as like, you're not certain exactly what's going to happen, right? You don't know how you're going to be judged, what's going to happen, what's important to this person what isn't, you know, their day-to-day operations, how much information they want. So I think the first thing you have to do is sit down with the ownership and say, here's what I can do, what would you like more? Like, you've got to understand what they're looking for and making sure you open up to that because it's very different between every owner. You know, I had an opportunity to work for Mr. Hunt in, in the city, and he wasn't as involved. I mean, he was involved, but, you know, everything went through Carl Peterson. But in the Glazer family in Tampa Bay, you know, there's – you know five brothers and a sister and they all kind of have involvement so it's it's very different where you are so that's what you have to first do is find out exactly what information they want at a particular moment or at a particular day um i,
3: I would say you know while it's championed by so many fans right the reality is when there's a new owner he brings in his own people you know maybe not immediately but like r- r- right now, it it will it it'll be very interesting to see. You know, Ron Rivera has been given a lot of a lot of leeway here, running almost the entire football operation. It hasn't worked yet. He's seems sold on Sam Howell, and I'm sure. Like, look, that process that sounds smart. If that you can get a guy, you know, drafted where he's drafted, making essentially nothing, and rebuild a, ro- a roster entirely around him, but you don't know if that's what Josh Harris really wants, if that's the vision that he has. Is that accurate?
4: Yeah, no, I think it's very accurate. And, you know, obviously, to your point, Coach Rivera's been there for a little bit and had some success and some not so much. Martin Mayhew's the general manager. You know, certainly he had a lot more success in San Francisco as assistant GM than the success he had in Detroit. And so, you know, here's uh, the combination of them. All going in on Sam Howell, which, you know, I've watched Sam Howell's one game that he played against the Dallas Cowboys week 18, and I thought it was actually very encouraging. It was a player that, like, yeah, I see the upside and the potential. I don't know if I think I would put more competition around Sam Howell, but I'd certainly give him an opportunity to win the job based on what I watched on tape. But I think it's all in, and it's such a risky proposition when you realize that if it doesn't go the way you expect it or hope it to, you have to realize that more than likely in 2024, there's a different head coach, a different GM there.
3: Uh, well, that's going to be... Crazy, crazy interesting. Um, what jumped out to you on schedule release day?
4: I think two things. Uh, you know, it's interesting, Aaron Rodgers. I think is the main piece of the scheduling that's interesting. Uh, number one, as you've seen, the Jets actually own a ton of, you know, individual games where they're, they're out there in front of everybody six times. That's a lot of Aaron Rodgers. And I think the interesting part to me is the opposite effect. Green Bay Packers still ended up getting on five games that are national televised. And I thought that was really unique, knowing that we don't know what Jordan Love is going to be, but we certainly have been used to the Packers being a very competitive, great football team for 30 straight years. And, yes, there are a lot of Packer fans around the country. But it could be very interesting how those games uh, play out as we get deeper in the season, going, oh, maybe this Packers team's a year or two away. Maybe Jordan Love's not the player we were hoping he's going to be. So I'm surprised that the Packers still got as much love, even though we're all trying to figure out exactly what is that team going to be in 2023.
3: You know, other part that's interesting to me, you mentioned Aaron Rodgers, is, and this is an outside, you've been an insider. Um, You've actually been there. Obviously not with the Cowboys, where it feels like every game is a nationally televised game. But how much different are those games? And I, I bring it up because... Hey, Aaron Rodgers, he's played in primetime. he gets it, he understands it. There's a different level of energy from every, every other team, right? When as a, it's not that every NFL and the beauty of the NFL is guys have to play hard every game. But there's just a different level of intensity with those standalone games. Is that fair? that it's, everybody says, "Oh, that's great national TV, but there, it's almost like a different sport when it's played at a little bit higher level, a little bit higher level of intensity.
4: Doug, I agree. It brings out a lot of different adrenaline in players. It's uh it's high end. It's very exciting. Players love it. They like to be, you know, the the focus point or the focal point of the National Football League for three hours, where there's no other games interrupting. They realize that this is how you get paid. Also, because, you know, even though, you know, I sit at the office all day on. You know, weeks, Monday through Friday and Saturday, I'm there, then travel with the team, go play a game on Sunday. I still watch Monday Night Football as a GM, and I love it. And, you know, because it's just different watching film um, with sound and with, you know, bells and whistles, and you get to do that. And so, you know, all those players realize that this is how you get your name and how you get yourself a Pro Bowl tackle you're looking for to make sure you get paid. And so there is a different level. It's a completely different intensity, and it's great. And that's why I always loved it. It was one of the first things besides primetime games. The second thing I'd look at was the bye week. And the third time I'd being out of camp, I'd look and see where we're playing in December in terms of when you're looking at that
3: schedule. You know, the, the other part that's interesting to me is while, you know, we, we do this whole like strength of schedule from the previous year and how it looks in the coming year. I don't know if anybody could have thought that the Eagles would have that favorable schedule after getting to the playoffs the year before. But I do think we may not know who's going to be great. We know a couple teams that are going to be terrible. And, or not, like Arizona does not look like they're going to be a challenger for a, a playoff spot. Like that's a, that team's in a weird, weird place. We talked about Washington. They play them first week of the season. I, I just, the question is well, you can't get into the depths of win, loss, win, loss. Those first two games, you can get a good feel. And if you can get momentum, that sets you on a completely different course, does it not?
4: It does, and you're right. You, you, you really look. I looked at that, and even as a GM, I would kind of look through it and say, okay, which games do I think are wins and which are the losses? But I never looked at the strength of the schedule and look, our schedule looks so simple, so easy. I mean, what if Bryce Young is amazing and just starts throttling? What if Desmond Ritter is actually a lot better because, you know, he's had a chance to be in the offseason and. He was such a winner in Cincinnati that now Atlanta suddenly was playing off the schedule by strength of schedule is suddenly winning, you know, six, seven, eight, nine games. And wow, it's not as easy as you thought. So strength of schedule to me was never important. Uh, I never really looked at it from that perspective as a GM. I did look at it from the perspective of, you know, who, l- let me look at the team today. What's, how's it been built through the draft, through off season? What's the quarterback situation look like? Are injuries that are going to affect the start of the season? So it was more than that. It was more of that than like, well, what was the strength of schedule from the opponents the way they played last year? Because obviously the Green Bay Packers aren't going to have, a, they're not going to have the same record. I don't think, in my personal opinion, as they did the previous year. And so that means that they're not probably the same formidable opponents, even though you factor into the strength of schedule.
3: Yeah, it's it's a it's a fascinating fascinating deal. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, and uh, we're, we're just thrilled to be joined by Mark Dominick. spent 20 years in the National Football League in front offices and in scouting. He's a former general manager for of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Why, why would Tom Brady want to be part of a group that buys into the Raiders?
4: You know, you, know, you start thinking about what these franchises are worth. Um, you know, you think about a, a franchise worth, you know, $6 billion if you're a Washington commander, possibly. What would the Raiders value be based off of, you know, the stadium and the location? If you could buy one percent, right, of a six billion dollar company, right? So now you're starting to say, well what's ten percent? What's six hundred million? So what's one percent? What's sixty million dollars? So you buy one percent, you're probably gonna still make about a million dollars to a million and a half dollars a year in profits after all all costs. And as we've seen, I mean, I was thinking about this today. It's funny you actually said this. I was with the, I joined the Gla, after the Glazers uh, bought the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that's when I joined the organization. They bought the Buccaneers for $193 million. It is now, over 30 years, it has you know, gone up 5X. So it went from 193 to 385 to 700 to 140. So, I mean, you're talking every six years, the franchise value's doubled. So if that continues at any kind of pace, that means in 5, 10, 15 years from now, franchises are going to be worth 12, 13, 14 billion dollars. And so if you have 1% of that, you suddenly took, you know, 60 million dollars and turned it into 1.3 it's just it's it's mind-boggling what the value is and it's hard to tap into that. So I understand where players want to find a way to get into that uh, regardless of what the club is, it's an annuity that pays you forever and ever and it's it's part of the sport that you love and that you get to you know kind of be a part and kind of see the insides of the working of it
3: um i'm i'm fascinated by the jaguars and you know there, there was the the story a couple years ago about hey maybe they want to play half their games in london and now it feels like a a viable excuse with the redo of the stadium obviously you spent a ton of time in florida um how would that work if they if they played a season in london would that would what would that look like for the team, I'm yeah. saying, from a football perspective.
4: Yeah, I think what you'd have to do is you'd have to do groupings, right? I think you'd take the team and literally we see, you know, the Giants, right? They have three road games in a row this year. I think you'd have to see that in the team out of London, where if Jacksonville played their first season or two, based off like you talked about, the stadium renovations that they're they're discussing, you know, you play three games on the road and you play three games at home. And that way, when you're coming stateside, you stay somewhere stateside and you stay for three straight games, maybe even four straight games. It's the hard part's going to be is the the, the hidden part. Uh, let's say you're an unrestricted free agent and Jacksonville reaches out to you and says, "Hey, we want to give you four years, forty million dollars." And the Denver Broncos reach out and say, "We want to give you four years, thirty-two million dollars." You know, do you want to move your wife and your children to London, England, and try to put them in school there and figure it all out? It's a lot of money. It's eight million dollars difference, but. You know, what's the tax implication? How's that going to work from that perspective? And, and, and what's the strain on the family? And so that's going to be the really interesting part to me if, if it gets that point. I think that, uh, logistically we can do it. I have no doubt the National Football League could do it. I have no doubt the Jacksonville Jaguars can do it. But I think it's going to be the free agency that's going to be the interesting part when you start to put that kind of a question mark into do I want to sign with Jacksonville or not? Based off, and it could start this year, based off of next year's free agency, is this a team I want? Because I don't know what's going to happen. And again, London's fast, uh, just fabulous, right? It's a great, great city, and you'd love to be there. But if you have a wife and three kids, and they're four, five, and seven, it's a different conversation than, you know, just saying, hey, I could just go play with this." if I'm a single guy or just got married.
3: You know, um, I, I love how sports guys look at different sports. Um, Lakers, Warriors tonight, and it's it, this is a very interesting spot for the Warriors. And maybe maybe you can relate where, like, I if you, if you get close, you get to a game seven, or maybe you get to the NBA finals. You're like, hey guys, this thing's not done. Let's run it back. But if you lose in the second round to the Lakers and Kobe's 38, and you're losing. Let me see you, Kobe. LeBron's 38, and you, 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 know, you lose in game six. And I, I, Depp, what are your thoughts on the difference in ending as to whether or not the Warriors try to continue with this same group?
4: Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's a matter of like understanding a window is only so long or so big. And when you can get through it, you've got to take advantage of it. And you've got to, I think you've got to do everything you can to try to keep that window open. And again, if it means that your window is going to shut for years, you know, three or four years in the future, or five or six years, maybe even, I think it's worth it. I mean, I, I, I roll it back from the NFL perspective. What the Rams did is they went all in, and it worked. And it doesn't always work, but it worked. What the Buccaneers did is they went all in, and they, but they got Tom Brady. But then they went all in from the salary cap standpoint on other players and tried to run it back, and they got close to the. You know, they got basically uh, throw from. You know Stafford to Cooper Cup away from going back to back Super Bowls, and so you know it worked. And so I think when you have a chance to be all in and get that ring or get that that trophy, uh, I say you run it back regardless because you just don't know when you're going to be in that position again. And uh, that's the way I would look at it with the Golden State is like, you know, how do I keep it together regardless of how this finishes?
3: Mark Dominic, Mark, thanks so much for joining us. H- have a great weekend. We appreciate you being our guest.
4: Thanks, Doug. Thanks for having me on, buddy. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio
2: app.
0: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is...
3: They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to Tyreq.com/sports to see the Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's Tyreq.com/sports. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be.
0: 12 on the shot clock. Smart. Right hand dribble. Floats in the Tatum. He's got a look. Left side three. Oh. Get it! Ooh. 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 Man, these big boys is s- stepping in their track right now. The Celtics have an eight-point lead. The Boston Celtics have done it again. They come from behind in the fourth quarter, and they force a game seven. Ooh. The final score, Boston 95, Philadelphia 86.
3: That's our Progressive Play of the Day. Progressive's making things easier. Help you bundle your home, car insurance together, so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. That's from 98.5 The Sports Hub, Celtics Radio Network. Jason Tatum had a couple big shots in the fourth quarter. I got to tell you, Marcus Smart was awesome all night long. Celtics win, force the game seven. Let's get to the gambler, shall we? Every Friday on the Doug Gottlieb Show, we give you one pick you can take to the window call your guy, press the button on your app with. Let's start with the famed J-Stew team parlay. Here's Jason Stewart.
5: Okay, J-Stew team parlay. Two teams tonight. And you got to run to the gambling uh, window right now because the Knicks and Heat are about to tip off. Um, The J-Stew team parlay tonight is the Heat to the Lakers. Both at home, both giving points. Um, The Lakers should win by three, three and a half, and uh, just a memo to Warriors fans, um, Al Addles is not walking through that door. Lakers to the heat. Lakers to the heat.
3: Uh, John Ramos. Well,
6: Clay Thompson hasn't had a great series, but I'm looking at this over and under for his three points tonight. It's only four and a half. That's the over-under. I'm going to go with Clay Thompson tonight. He's going to go over that four and a half. a half. Six Clay. Yeah, that's that's an easy bet, I think. So, take it. There's Some plays, like, plus 108. I mean, come on, guys. Take Clay Thompson in the over tonight for his three-pointers over four and a half.
7: Dan Byer? You know that viral video where the guy's in the grocery store and he's like, you're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. 76ers aren't that guy. Sunday... Uh, we don't know when it's going to be played, but the Celtics and Sixers will play on Sunday in their Game Seven. Boston's a six and a half favorite at home. Boston wins. Boston covers wins convincingly in Game Seven to dash Philly's hopes.
3: Oh wait, no win. What to keep? Um, I got a two-team parlay. Okay, I got a two-team parlay. Angels have lost four of their last five games. Do you know why they've lost four of the last five games? Because they played good teams. When they play bad teams, they win. When they play good teams, oh, see when they play bad teams, they win. When they play good teams, they lose. The Guardians um, are not a good team. Matter of fact, they're under 500 at home, 17 and 20 on the year. They're a uh, minus 140 favorite to win. Tyler Anderson gets the start for the Halos. I like the Halos. Okay, road dog. I also like the Warriors as a road dog. Give me the Warriors to the Halos. That's my parlay. That's my pick uh, for the gambler. Let's sing. You better you count, count your money, money. When sitting you're sitting at, at the table, table. Time, time to never counting. counting. When the, when the dealing's, dealing's done. done
7: The Press Dave Byron, what do you got? Go. Yesterday was a big day of who's going to play where, when, how, and whatever in the NFL. I don't know. Third but w- base. But what we didn't have is who's not going to play when, where, and how. Right. Four NFL teams will n- not play in primetime games as the schedule sits at this Arizona point. Arizona
3: Cardinals? Okay, Houston, that's one. Houston Texans? That's two. Ooh. ooh. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, somebody's
7: bad. You need any lifelines? No. no Jason uh, and John are standing by.
3: On. Uh oof. <whistles> Um hold on, I'm, I'm thinking.
7: Cardinals Cleveland and Brown? Texans? Uh that is incorrect. Oh, wow.
3: Uh, just Giants Patriots. No.
7: You were on the right path because you were also thinking about the draft order that we had this uh, couple of weeks Caroline ago. Carolina
3: Panthers, Carolina Panthers. Thank you.
7: Uh no, no, oh, but it oh. was uh there was another team that was in the top 4. That was uh, top
3: four in the NFL draft. Browns, Texans, uh, so, Command. No, not Command. Some, Falcons, Falcons.
4: Yes, Falcons.
7: Falcons. One of them. Yep, they picked eighth,
3: and then Saints? the other one, the Saints.
7: Indianapolis Colts. Oh, okay. Yes, all right. All right. Texans, Colts, Cardinals, and Falcons won't be playing prime time. Uh, the Commanders are being sold. in agreement. Those
3: are the teams. By the way, we all think you suck. Okay. That that's what you have to. Yes, some of it's market size, but in K, no one else can say, including the Kansas city Chiefs, like we didn't you didn't believe in us. If you didn't have a game on national TV, standalone game. We think you're going to suck. Go Somehow well, the Bears got
7: one. They got a Sunday night game against the Chargers. Still could be flexed. As Chicago
3: here to the Bears. Uh, commanders being
7: city. sold to the group led by Josh Harris. Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network says could be approved in two weeks at the spring meetings, and he could be owner by the end of the month.
3: Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Great night for hoops. we got the In the Bonus podcast, which is available at the top of the hour. We'll be back with you Monday with the recap of a weekend. We'll see if the Lakers can end the Warriors dynasty. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show.